All right, guys. Hey, welcome to the Crestwood Real Estate Hour. I am your host, Dean Harris. Got Douglas Skipworth with me today. How you doing? Doing great, man. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, as always. Uh, appreciate you joining me today. Last week, we talked a whole lot about you. We inter- oh, interviewed did. you, got into some good details about uh, your history and experience, and I think from an info standpoint, it was a great show. Okay. I mean, we really good, got good. to learn. a little bit like... Yeah. You know, a little, <laughs> a little, uh, you know, going in for the exam. Yeah. Just, but it's good. It's good. I'm not happy wanna, to share what I've, where yeah. I've been, what I've seen, what I've done. I just think it's where I'm a, going. Yeah. That's the biggest key is where we're going. Cause yeah, th- this is our life. Big time. You know, you and I've had some talks this morning about life and real estate and, um, we're both young and that's, this is, a, this is a huge real estate is a huge part of our future. Oh Yes. Yeah, and I, I'm I was so anyway I was excited that they could get to know you a little better. Yeah. Um, so happy to have you guys with us today. Um, we're going to talk about the market. Um, yeah. We're going to try to dive into our real estate market and get a good idea of what's happened this year, what's happening next year, um, and just kind of take a good deep dive. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. You can listen to the podcast on any of those formats. Uh, we'll post it right after the show here. Um, Facebook has got a lot of videos. Of course, uh, you know, I have a radio voice. You do. <laughs> radio face. face. Radio face. That's what I'm yeah, yeah, that's sure. right. Got a radio face. But a radio face. So, but you guys tune into the videos or go to YouTube or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast and you can listen to the rest of them. So today, let's talk about the market. Uh, you know, ever since, this is more just kind of shooting the breeze today, but ever since COVID came uh-huh. about, we, prior to COVID, gangbusters. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was great. Things were going great. Month sells, um, prices were climbing. Um, investor interest was at the highest I've seen it, even now, right before there. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And the market had come back. I mean, there was the two thousand five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Then then it kind of came came crashing down. Oh yeah. But then we were riding it up and we got pretty high. And then COVID, like who stopped the music? Where are the chairs? Man, it was, it was, I, I'll tell you, I've never, Off I've never cliff. had anything like that. In 2008, when I was in it, it was a slower decline. I mean, True. like it's still slowed quickly, yes. but it was, wasn't like, you know, we canceled 20 something deals in March of 20. In April, April, April was terrible. Of 20. Well, at the end of March, into April, April is like somebody picked that the old record player, just picked it up. Oh, they there. just, no one knew every, every comment was, yeah. we don't, what's going to happen. Know. We don't know. We don't know what's going to And those are valid. And it was kind of, if you remember, it was kind of like that all year because as soon as it was COVID this, COVID that, vaccine, <laughs> what, sheltering in place, mask. Are the tenants going to pay? Are the tenants going to pay? Are they going to foreclose? It's eviction moratorium. And then it was election. Then it turned I into mean, the election. I mean, all that. What so are we going to do a, now? It was a mess then? for the last nine months of 2020. Big time. Now, this year, I feel like... 2021... 2021. Um, I mean, if I had one word, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I, I would at least start in the year, I would say seller's market. Yes. And nothing like it in the past, pre post crash. Nothing yeah. like the, no. the six month window that was January, February through July, August. It, it, it was it was the prime time to sell at the height of the, of the past 15 years. It was almost the perfect storm for a seller because it seemed as if all the hedge funds, all the buyers, everybody, 
they had they had all this cash and they're just holding it, holding it, holding they it. They held it for a year and or nine months of COVID and then they exploded. they exploded and the values went up. So a lot of people say, hey, what's happened? The demand is that high. It is high. But there were some other factors that caused that. The biggest one is the hedge funds and buyers and, and private buyers and individual buyers holding that cash. Yeah. And remember the inventory. I mean, we got the MAR yep. inventory. I mean, it went from 3000 to 2000 from July, from the middle of COVID to the beginning of the year. So, I mean, it went six down, stretch. it went down a third from 3000 to 2000 in six months, in six months. So when you start at the beginning of the year with all that pent up demand in the limited supply, I mean, it was like multiple offers above asking price, time on waving the market, contingencies. waving contingencies. That's exactly what I have. It was a frenzy. Yes. You know, and we're still kind of on the back end of that. I don't want to jump on the, ahead. No, 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 no. Well, I, it's September. I looked at the Mar, Mar stats. They haven't posted October. We're, yeah. we're right at the beginning of November of 2021 when we're, we're filming this. But in September, it was the, it was. July was the peak. Yes. August went down, but September came back up. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. it, but not as high as July. So, mm -hmm. I mean, so September is good. October, I, I can't wait to see them. I don't, I'm going to be su surprised if they're as high as September. Without COVID or any exterior factors, October soft every year. Okay. And, and it's and, soft and every year. And that, it felt it might softer. Yeah. It's it, soft every year summer, because. I know why. I mean, it, it's so funny, but it Halloween and back holiday to start and back to school, football and games and traveling and people and stuff. So it, October is historically softer. November is kind of soft, but as you know, my December's have been scorched. They can be really red hot, man. <laughs> and I guess it's people want to spend that money for the end of the year is, is probably what happens. But anyway, so I feel like all of what you just said is one hundred percent accurate. We've we're we're coming into now. It's an odd time, I think. The yes. demand is still here, but it is an odd time because I do feel like, and we hadn't even gotten to our notes yet, which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel like we're in a leveling off period. Somebody asked me that the other day or Monday, I think, and I, I did say, I think we're not going down. No, 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 no. Not at all. But I don't think we can just stay on this scorched earth tour of price rising and going up. I just don't. There's just no room to yes, do it. I agree with you. I, I would, that leveling, plateauing, kind yeah. of like, hey, we're we're doing something. The mo at the beginning of 2021, it was like being in one of those. If you were a seller, it was like being in a money machine. Big time. It wasn't <laughs> if you were going to get it right. Yeah. It's how much. It's just how much am I going to get? Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it does not feel in my, I haven't seen all the data, mm -hmm. but it seems like, again, the inventory, remember it went down. Yep. It has been on the rise since February. Yes. It has gone up just slightly. So rising inventory, things are staying on the market just a little bit all, all longer. Yeah. Asking prices in some places are coming down. Like appraisers are, appraisals are, are, are capping out. And it just, you know, people aren't waving contingencies. You're not getting multiple offers. Not as it, much. Not as much. Now, not as much. The desirable house in Bartlett that's priced fairly. Sure. It's, it's going in seconds. Yeah. But if there's any questions at all about it or whatever, we are seeing a little bit of leveling. And, and, yeah. I, and, and those things that you mentioned. So you just mentioned the inventory is going back up. What that is telling you guys is that 
people are now selling. They're realizing that this is the time. You guys have probably gotten videos from me. I've sent out a half a dozen of yep. them saying, hey, guys, if you are going to sell or want to sell, here's what I've always said. It's so if you've been thinking about selling for two years and you think you're going to think about it for another year or two, in the, then now is the time right now. Don't wait two years because, man, I'm you're going to be disappointed, man. I. 2021 seller's market. That was, that was yeah. the, the one word. One word right now, sell immediately. Or be ready to buy. One of the Get other. prepared. If you're a buyer, be prepared. Be looking. Yeah. If you're a seller, now's the time. Now like, is the time. E immediately. I told you I've got two that I, I need to unload. I sold 10 probably maybe a couple more yep. at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Top dollar. Awesome. Yes. So I'm like, oh my goodness. Now got now one, is the time. got one that we struggled with in the summer, got under contract, had to lower it or something, but just, hmm, this doesn't feel right. And now I'm like, oh, I need to get, get now is the time to get these other that two house out of my. is a perfect example really of our market. Yeah. You and I both talked beforehand and said, should have no trouble selling this. Yeah. You did a rehab on it. Looked great. We should have no trouble. It didn't sell right away. Mm -mm. You know I mean, now we priced it. We priced it aggressively, aggressively, and it didn't sell right away. Yeah, and then we we did tinker with it and dropped yeah. it back, and it sold. And it sold. So that's what that is a perfect example of what I think is the market. I'm I'm having hard when I send these houses out. A lot of you guys are get these houses from me. The team sends me an address and a lot of info, and I'm pulling comps. And more times than not, I'm going back to them saying, "I can't send this out. There's no comps to support." what this listing agent is, is putting on there. Now, I'm not blaming the listing agent every time because a lot of times these sellers are, are, you know, listed for this or don't. Correct. But I, I can't find comps for a lot of these. So that's what, mm -hmm. you see, the sellers are now, they're, they're six months ago. They There's, That's right. They're six months ago in their mind. And but I'm just telling you, my man, it is way different. It is different. We had, I remember you talking about big sellers, quote sellers, tire kickers, Yeah, just wanted to see what the pricing was and it was sky high yeah. and they kept going back and getting multiple offers. You remember yep. like hedge funds, private equity groups were, were offering more and more and more and more. Well, we have a buddy. Remember he had the high, he had an offer and then he got another hedge fund kind of come in going to pay more top dollar. And what happened? It fell through. That's right. And then he had to go back kind of hat in hand to the other guy and say, Hey, my sweetheart deal fell through. And, of course it did because and he it, took the lower deal. He had to take the lower deal, and the other guys so who good. looked at that, they don't. They're not what they. They the market isn't what it was. It's softening. It is soft. That's a great word. It's softening. It's softening, and and I have now been in this twenty years. If you can believe that, yeah. I got licensed in May of two thousand and one. I I have been through enough of these to see and to recognize. Now it took. I didn't know it at first. Right. It's just. 2007 came and just slapped me right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Ugh, this yeah. is what that is. And then 2010, 11 came around and it started getting a little bit better. And then now we're, we're, we're dipping again or we dipped again with COVID. And then now it's now it's back. I am able to see these types of trends. And I was I, all these investors have gotten four or five videos from me. Sell now. So I do, yes. I, I do think, and you're seeing, you, you just showed us the inventory is picking up a little bit. Let's hit on our notes or we'll just sit here and just shoot the breeze. Yeah. 2021, what we saw, kind of what was expected. So we, we talked a little bit about what we saw and, mm -hmm. and, um, the peak this summer, you know, yes. was there. And I do think we're, we're softening on our prices a little bit. How do you think this will be affected in 22? Like, do you think we're going to have some shrapnel and 
uh, you know, leftover scar tissue going into 22 from 21? I think that, I think it's going to be, it seems like it would be status quo. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep in touch through other podcasts, bigger pockets, kind of the scuttlebutt there, magazines, conferences, trying to talk and look at the data from Mar and elsewhere. It seems like everybody's saying it's still a supply demand issue. There's still more demand than there is supply. The supply is not coming on board fast. That was so lopsided though. It was so lopsided and and, and, and it's going to take forever, but it's not as the pent up demand. The urgency is not there like Mm -hmm. it was. So it seems to me not being a, a economist or a predictor or mm-hmm. a prognosticator to say it seems like it will probably be more of the same, yeah. a little steady. Which is why I'm like, man, sell now, because <laughs> rates will, will rates, rates will tick up. They, everybody knows that rates will tick up. Things will happen. I believe you're right. I I don't think we're gonna go into Jan one and then. Or something completely different. I mean, I I think that the demand is going to stay the same. My gauge of demand is how many of those new clients from bigger pockets or these that want to call and talk about Memphis. And I've had seven this week. Yep, seven new ones. Awesome. This week. This is Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Got two more lined up this afternoon. That's so right. It's nine in a week. Good. The demand and the people that are wanting to invest in real estate is not changing. Not changing. Our supply is slowly getting better slowly getting better still tight our price point is leveled it's leveled it's not no out of the control ratcheting up and i believe that the kind of product that's out there is changing a little for better for worse i think it's for better yeah a higher quality what are you you mean i'm saying the product more way more of the uh, wholetailing the yes. way more yes. of the guys yeah. getting yeah. the the homes from direct to seller either sticking a little lipstick on a pig and flipping it or they're doing a full-blown rehab yeah. i'm seeing both like yeah. i yeah, I agree. last five or six whitehaven houses i've sent out have been full rehabs from um from other investors yep. that they're trying to sell to either a homeowner see that's the advantage for them is they, they do a full rehab a homeowner can buy that sure right so yeah they're opening it up to a different buyer pool investor or homeowner and that you know, when those two get to going, then the prices do go up. Because yep. mom and daddy and little Sally and Susie got to have a place to live mm-hmm. and they can pay a little bit more. Whereas our investors, you know, uh, out of state think they can. That, that's kind of what happened, right? I mean, that, that's how we got to this because our, our supply went so down and our, or it went so low and our homeowners and our investors are now battling over the same houses because of some of these flips. I am seeing a better product. And, and, and it made me think about appreciation. And I've always thought they're like there are three tailwinds to appreciation in yep. my mind, right? Okay. Location, yep. like we've talked about when we did zip code breakdown, three eight one two two. Like there is a tailwind to that location. Mm-hmm. We talked about Chick Fil A. Yes, we Blue Oval City. We hadn't talked about that yet, but that's the Ford, the six billion dollar Ford plant that's going out forty miles east of Memphis. That's yep. going to have an effect on Arlington and other, other parts. That's a location tailwind. Then there's just the value add tailwind, like where you come in and buy something low and you you put a new roof on it. You update it. Floors. You put new, you get a higher rent. So you force appreciation yes. through your value add. You know that from personal experience. Yep. Then the market appreciation to me is always, I always consider that one kind of, you got to be lucky. Yes. And some people have. 
long short term it's luck, it's the luck of the draw mm-hmm. you know and i think we've seen that tailwind right now through the market of people getting that appreciation that they didn't expect. People five years ago did not expect Memphis to do what it has done over the past five years. No, from an appreciation standpoint. From an appreciation standpoint. Douglas, I used to say, hey guys, if you're coming here, it's cash. We're cash flow king. I used to say it all the time. Don't, don't, don't count on appreciation, but cash flow king. Last three or four years, we've seen it. Crazy. Yes. And and so I think that we we feel got lucky. Long term, I think you can position yourself in the asset class mm-hmm. to benefit from single family rentals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this thing for the long term is going places. Yes. So if you're in it for the long haul, you're gonna get appreciation. But short term, it's a hit or miss. And I think we've I think we've peaked on the rapid appreciation that we've seen for the past five years. I'll like be it will, shocked it will if we be have slow eight down. or nine percent this year. Like we've I, seen I don't, the last just don't three know how years. we can. With oh, rents yeah. can't go up that fast. Buyers aren't clamoring for houses like they were i think it's more gonna be a steady there's less uncertainty right there was so much uncertainty this time last year and every day we didn't know remember i remember we were like the election's coming oh Douglas, i mean like, covid it, what are we doing i'll Is never gonna, forget you and i talking around well, at the beginning of the month let's uh hope that rent comes in you remember yeah, hey, i mean talking about that like yes Wonder, yes. if, wonder if people are going to pay rent. Wonder if the, is it, the stimulus going to go. And this is it? the month. Unemployment's going to run out. You know, on and on and on. Now it's like okay, everybody's learned to live with it. They're, they've it's been a, a almost a year of new politics, and everybody's saying okay, the world didn't end. It's okay. Right. There's just less urgency to to drive things, which again is why I would sell. If I were a seller, I keep going back to that, <laughs> but that is the key to this podcast to me is I'm giving you the market update, but the real, the real takeaway from this is if I've thought about selling or I'm going to, I should do it now. Yes. You should do yeah. that now. And, or, but if not, hold on, like I'm not sitting here going, Hey, everybody should sell, get out, get out. But no, no, my no. point is, is that if that's in your mind and in your business thought for the next 12, 14 or 12, 24 months. It's now. And I, I, I mean, I, like I've got, I got the one on contract. I said, I got two more that, man, I need to, I've been thinking like, do I, do I wait to a turnover? Like I did with that one. These other two are still occupied. I'm like, nah, this is the time. Now's now. now is the time. So I do love hearing that. Cause now it's not, we're not just telling you this. We're, we're, we're practicing this. Well, and that's what, that's what I wanted. That I said when we, when we started about like, we're in this, this is our future. It's about real estate. I mean, I think that's the value add we have on this show. Yes. Right. Is that, yes, this is what we are doing. Every day. Every day. All day, every day. And I think it, about no, hardly anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. My family and the NFL. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> That's go. about it. I love it. I love estate. it. But yeah, so it's like, I mean, this is what we're doing all day, every day. And, and we're yeah. putting our money where our mouth is in so many different ways. Yeah. And one of them is like, hey, yeah, I'm telling now. Right, right this you know, second. Not everything. Just a couple that no. I don't want. I, I need to unload yes. or dump or get rid of, reposition, take that cash at a higher and put it over into something else. Yes. What is there? A, is there a product that you're seeing or that we've talked about um, that is sticking out over others? Is there a strategy or is there a product? Is there a way of doing this that you're either seeing is working well or is not working? Yeah, well? that's what I was gonna say. Or, I was gonna say two. Yeah, right? working well or not working well, or something that people are having a preference over, you know, versus one thing or another. My observation would be value add is awesome. Yeah. Like that is the that is the big like if there's the opportunity, do value add. Burr. Whether it's burr, whether it's a fix and flip. You know, whatever you're doing, value add it. And I would say, if I were staying away from something, not to bash, I yeah. would just I would just stay away from turnkey because 
turn because we're at the top of the market, right? And if you're and paying really at the top, if you're paying nosebleed prices, like the turnkey folks from five years ago, they're made out like bandits because <laughs> they bought at the top of the market then, but we had appreciation. Mm -hmm. Don't know if we're going to have it. So if you're paying the top of the market now, and if it's not cash flowing, I don't know. And I, I mean, people paying, you know, less than 1% for turnkey houses. Uh, significantly less. Significantly less. I just, I would, I would be very cautious going with both eyes wide open, asking a lot of questions. If before I jumped into a turnkey in a big way right now, it just, just doesn't seem like now's the time. I had a call with a guy yesterday, uh, bought a couple turnkey properties here. Um, is now, I, I bought them two years ago. Okay. He's now having trouble getting out. You know, he's got, he had some life changes. There's not really an exit strategy with that. Here's the other thing you mentioned. That's, I, that sounds repetitive because I've said that before. Yeah. Here's what I, what I didn't ever realize and something I was bringing up today. And it's something that I've heard from several investors now that have bought turnkeys. When, when, uh, when a turnkey provider, and by the way, we have friends that are turnkey providers. Oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, at yeah. all no, saying not trying to that can't work. No, 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 no. You can make it work. It, 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 you know, there's a certain investor that that's a perfect product for. Okay. Yeah. I'm not speaking, I, 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 and I'm not said, speaking to those guys. Just go eyes wide open, ask questions. Yes. That's, all, that's all we're saying. And I'm not so so. Yeah. I'm not really speaking to those guys that that are into that. What I'm hearing them say is, "Hey, Dean, here's my problem. When the house was finished rehab, and the tenant came and looked at it, and the market rent was about eight fifty, um, but the turnkey provider got him to pay ten fifty or ten ninety five. Uh, it was a brand new house, and they came in. He goes, and I paid." A 1095 price. Correct. He goes, here's the catch. After they're in there for a year, a year and a half, they it's don't. It's not a brand new house anymore. It's not a brand new home anymore. And now the next tenant that comes in doesn't see the value that this tenant saw. Can't I'm not, sustain those high rents. Can't sustain the high rent yep. because I'm not going to sustain the quality of the home. Correct. So I completely agree. So now at first you're in the honeymoon stage with turnkey. We're holding hands and we're walking on the beach. And we all have a little pina colada That's with our right. umbrella and everything's great. Yeah. Yeah. But it. now you've gone up and down the beach a few times and your drink's empty and it's done. And it's like, what your am I going to do? Your feet it's hurt. Hot, you're it's sweating. hot and sweating. That's essentially what buying turnkey mm. reminds me of. And, and, and think of this, not just one. Think if you got 10. Now all of a sudden your rent goes from X to X and it's twenty percent lower. X. That's now, exactly what I was right. gonna say. Yeah. So now, now what? Okay, that is an app. That, that's not every scenario no, in Turkey, no, no, no. but that is one that You've I've seen heard. It. I've yes. seen that coming. Yeah. Yep. The other thing, like what you said, I have talked to investors and I'm seeing is the is the value add. The yeah. the burr strategy burr, yes. is what more people are wanting to do. They're finding it hard uh, to, as everyone always has to trust the full process, right? Dean, you're going to tell me, and this is where I've, I've changed the last 12 months in doing this. I, I am not the single um, go-to source of info. Right. I don't want to be for that no. person. I'll source the property for you. I'll introduce you to a few contractors that you don't have to use. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll do the work for you and get it done. What I've been telling people is this, don't have me or the contractor come back in at the very end and tell you things are done. Right. Hey, it's all yeah. finished. Dean, you're a great guy. Go yeah. see it. Yeah. It's done. It's like I asking a barber for a haircut. <laughs> yes. It's time for your haircut. 
I'm glad you asked. Right. Have you ever heard one say no? No. No, actually, you're, you're high and tight, bud. You're yeah, good. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down. Come on. The house is good. Up. Pay me. Thanks. Pay me. Thanks. I've, I have now, because of that, not that we didn't have an issue. My point was, is I'm trying to go over the top for these clients. Yes. Feel comfortable. Have a third party. If it's a property manager, if it's us, have Taylor in the group go look at it. Yeah. Believe me, they give me no favors on deals, on houses. They no, have no. to be yeah, by to the keep book it to the standard. To, to keep it to the standard. If it's another property management company that you're using, no problem. Have them come and check yeah. it out. Right. Then pay your guy. Then finish up the pro. So there's Good, there's yes. some ways. Great that, advice. Yeah, there's I some mean, ways that we can practical. address the I'm concerned, the trust, because I ain't gonna lie to you. If someone's trying to sell me a flip in California and I got to do a project out there with a construct, I'm nervous about it. Yeah. Right. The whole thing. Cause I, I just don't know what's going on. So having that third party person come mm. and check that out is a way that I've been adding another layer of comfort and security for the what client. was that Ronald Reagan trust, but verify. Yeah. You know, yeah, I trust, trust you. you. I yeah, trust just, everything. Just verify it. We're going to verify it though. And, yep. and you might do it for a few times and say, okay, I got it. I don't care about that part. I'm just, I want you to find that comfort level. That's the biggest thing that I'm having right now. Mm. So people want to burr. But they come to me and they're like, I want a bird dean, but man, there's a lot of moving parts. Sure is. Yeah. Right. We are equipped to handle that. Yeah. And I this, like that. These layers of security that I'm adding through there should help. So yeah, for the sure. burr is what I'm seeing. I'm I'm having more multifamily conversations. Okay. Um, I see it. We flipped uh, yeah, Alyssa seen, and I yep, flipped yep. the property on DuPont, which was great. 17 units. We're doing a 10 unit right now. Nice. There's there is more demand for multifamily. And and you know, I'm personally upgrading a yeah. multi twelve unit. So owned it in in just putting into it. Exterior, interior, paving, driveway. Will your rents oh, go up a little bit? Oh man. Thirty five percent, forty percent. Which that that will pay for your oh, upgrades and then in some. a couple oh, years. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's Which is awesome. fantastic. That's so I am seeing the multifamily where where I'm seeing a halt is in commercial. People aren't using commercial space like they used to. Mm -mm. No, that, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. We've talked about this. It seems like we talk about this every time. It's like it's just the opportunity cost. Like the, it's just too much uncertainty with commercial to know. Yeah, but so like at home. Why don't you just go? <laughs> there's too. There's still opportunity in multifamily. There's still opportunity in single family value add. There's there's too much opportunity elsewhere that's easier pickings. Big time. You know, than to go try to find the perfect commercial space. Now, we're like we tell, said on zip codes, I mean, if you find something and it makes sense, well, well of course, go every take deal. advantage every, of it. Every investment is a deal if you buy it right. Every yes, so in, in the right location with the right, 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 right. But, yeah. but as far as spending your time looking and trying to build the portfolio around commercial right now, it's, it'd just be a lot more difficult. A lot more challenging. Not to mention that that commercial in Memphis, in the greater Memphis area, your 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 pool is so much smaller to choose from. And if you're looking for long term, what does commercial look like long term? I'd buy an Amazon truck right now before I bought a commercial <laughs> building right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the commercial. Yeah. Do you go buy deodorant at CVS anymore? No. No, you order it on Amazon. Yeah. Comes to the door. That's what I'm saying. So right. The commercial part of it. Oh, how many Walgreens are around or closed? Here are closed. Closed. Could not imagine. Uh, that's I mean, an excellent point. Like, a Walgreens. Why did Walgreens close? They, they were there. I, you know, I always go I'm like, ooh, this corner isn't healthy or happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? No. Because they're because always at the corner of healthy and happy. And they're closed. Right down here. Two mile, a mile and a half over here. 
So yeah, that, it doesn't so make commercials taking a dip. And yeah. I, I, my last example, Hilton is a huge presence yep. here. They got five enormous buildings right off of colonial over there. Yeah. My buddy hadn't been back in what year and a half. My friend is the head chef over there for the catering. Okay. Was he was, he <laughs> yeah, goes, was. man, he goes, my catering went from, uh, you know, a huge buffet uh, kitchen style thing to box lunches. Yeah. He goes, that's all we're doing right now. I was like, so what, what's going to happen? He goes, Dean, they're they, not going to uh, renew this lease. Lettuce. Yes. He goes, well, they're not going to renew the leases of these huge buildings. Oh, why would they? I mean, it's like 300,000 square it's feet. It's huge. With the it's awesome. I mean, they, they, they were a great presence over in East Memphis. All right. So now remember, now think of that owner. It stinks Could to you be imagine? them. Stinks to be them. I mean, they got to pay the lease out, but how about the next one? So anyway, the commercial, it's not a whole lot of what we do here, but the commercial part of it, I wanted to address it. I do yeah, think I, is, is agree, different. agree. Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm avoiding it if you can. Big time. Banking industry. Last thing we'll talk yeah. about today. I, I am. Let's talk about the banking industry. What we're seeing and what is happening there. I am still seeing banks that want to loan money. I would say, again, if I were putting it kind of in one word, I'd say borrow now. You know, because banks are sell now and borrow now, borrow now. Like Mm -hmm. we said that as a buyer, like if you're a buyer, like be positioning yourself, be ready, go get your banking relationships, get, get pre-qualified or get your money lined up, go borrow now while rates are still cheap. cheap. People are still, lenders are still competitive with each other. Mm -hmm. So you've got really great terms. Mm -hmm. You can go for a long time. You can go with low rates. You can probably do, depending on who your borrower is, but you can negotiate some of that stuff. Now is the time to borrow. To borrow. If you're going to, if you're, if most of our listeners and investors are long-term bond holds. So I don't want to be the guy that sits here and tells you, you know, FOMO, right? Right. Fear fear missing out. But the rates aren't going to stay at three and a half and four for forever. They can't. They, they can't. Now, has it been longer than I thought they would? Yeah. Man, for sure. Have I benefited from it? Th- thank the Lord. A I lot mean, of factors. It, it has been, it's been amazing that they've been yeah. this low for 15 years. Yeah. And sometime they'll go down. But I just, just lock it in. If you're putting, if you got long-term debt, just lock it in. Yeah. And that's what we did a couple years ago. And have rates gone up since then? Not really. You're right. But will they? Absolutely. Sure. Is it going to be tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. But I know it's, it's not today. And so because it's not today, I'm going to lock it in. Bankers are, um, I'm, you're not having to you know, give a blood sample. I mean, they want mm-hmm. your records no, and stuff, no. but yes. it's not nearly as difficult. I mean, like I, you take it, a deal to a bank now. And they'll entertain it. They'll entertain it. Where and they might, might fun- not, yes. They might not have a perfect background. Right. But man, you take a smoking hot deal to them and they know that you could, if they have to end up with it, that it's a good, they can get rid of it. I mean, they're doing it. Thanks for doing, doing it. it. Yes. So I'm, it I'm, is a good time to be a borrower. Man, could you imagine running a bank like, you know, being at a bank now? Those guys are cashing in. All the guys that work at these banks are, not, I mean, it's a good time to be a lender. It's a little competitive, but they're, 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 it's a good it's good time to be in the debt market yes. as a borrower or lender so it's it's you just never know what the future holds and it's that's why you got to act today that's why kind of the seller thing like sell now borrow now look to buy now that the, the relationships i'm building with my bank now are like nothing i ever understood i never understood it beforehand before i started buying and borrowing right. like this i don't i mean 
Yeah. You know, now I, I owe a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It's We've un- talked about that I'm before. Not, yeah. Yeah. That's uncomfortable if you just look at the actual number. But, yes. But I, I wouldn't have it any other way. The money's so cheap. Even if I had the cash to buy, I wouldn't pay cash. My cash can make me more money, mm-hmm. right? Than that interest. So mm-hmm. the the relationship that I've developed with the bank, it, it goes as far as I'm having lunches with the banker. I'm asking him about his fa- because it things are going to change. The, 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 the banks are notorious, Dean, for loaning you an umbrella when it's sunny outside and taking that umbrella back as soon as the clouds roll in. And it's sunny outside right now, right? And so yes. it's like, hey, get an umbrella now. Like who, you know, who brings an umbrella on a sunny day? The smart person. Not sure I've ever heard a more perfect analogy. That's what they do. They're loan. They're they're eager to loan you money right now while the sun's out. I'm, yes. I'm sorry. They're eager the, yes, to, they to loan you the an umbrella out. while the sun's out. Yes. Here, here's five umbrellas. Here's five umbrellas. The but second the little cloud comes rolling in, they want those umbrellas back. I am building that relationship with my banker so one day he doesn't come to me and yanks the carpet out from under And the carpet got yanked for six weeks during COVID at least. For sure. I mean, like April to May, June. I mean, banks were freaking out because you got to remember, not only are there rest, no, not only are there real estate guys, their clients, but they've also got restaurants that are clients. They've also got other types of retail business. We don't think about that. Entertainment and, and such. And so any destination hotels, those things got clobbered. Clammed up. And the banks, the banks took it, but they saw so many other people with real estate. Hey, this really worked out for yeah. real estate. They saw the, the online retail and then they saw all the stimulus, whether they were PP loans or businesses or whether they so were will stimulus they shift that This is great. So will they shift that... Because the bank's only got so much money they're going to loan. And you just made a great point. It was in a certain area at a certain time. Well, no, yeah. those areas aren't doing so hot, but we're seeing over here. So let's shift this money over. Well, that can happen again. Yes. They can want to shift that money yeah. out of real estate and back into something they else. They said it, I, I, well, you know, because I've, I've, I've had this, I, was, I feel like I've been banking for 25 years because that's where have, I started yeah. and I borrowed and I, I lend and we do that. But they say it, the lenders go from un- justified pessimism to unsustainable optimism. And like, you just try and catch the pendulum when it's in this area. Cause it, it just swings back and forth like a metronome, you know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a book, the bookies in Vegas. And I'll tell you why that they, they don't care who wins or loses. They never do. No. The goal for Vegas is to have an even amount of bets on both sides. So they can make that juice. Just a little bit off the top there, every time. And they, there are no, there's no losers in that. Yes. Right. That reminds me of the banking business. Like, if they're on what you just said, you know, that pendulum up here, you're no good. Catching them right in here is kind of where we're at now. It's kind of where we're at right now. You know, we're probably at some point, you know, I don't think it's going to get to an unsustainable optimism. No. Then before, I feel like, you know, they were unjustified pessimism. They, 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 they just, it was like the kid who's like, got all their toys and stormed out yeah. when COVID came. Yeah. I mean, they just locked up yeah. shop Yeah. because they didn't know. They were scared, super mm-hmm. scared, and not looking for opportunities. And some of those guys were in it in 2008 that are sure. in it now. So they're, they're ha- you know, it's PTSD from PTSD, what happened sure. back then. And guys, it we was did, totally different. Oh, this is night and day different. I mean, Douglas, <laughs> I was, I was, I'll never forget a lender came in one day. Hey, 535 credit scores now I can get approved, stated income, 100% financing. And people wonder what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. Then that's not now. Loans, this is this yeah. is way different. So 
bankers, the relationship now, I would, I would, I would, my advice to you Good now point. is go further with the relationship yep. with your banker. Make sure he knows you, your wife, your kids, where y'all go to yeah. school yeah, and yeah. church and where everything. So he, when that does swing, cause it inevitably will, when it swings, you're prepared. He's confident in you. You're paying your notes on time. Yep. Uh, the last thing you want to do is say, Hey, you owe me 4 million bucks and you got 90 days to give it back yeah. to me. It, it, and I will say a couple other things that, that I learned away and, and you've probably seen this as well. I was fortunate and, and, and blessed not to have to borrow until I started buying real estate. Yeah. So I didn't know this until I just thought you borrow money. You, you set it up on auto draft on the first of the month, they take it out and you pay your loans. Yeah. I didn't realize that makes you the bank's very best customer. It's like a renter who pays on time, auto draft on the first and doesn't call in they, they fix all their minor problems themselves. Ideal, ideal, ideal tenant. tenant. So you're an ideal bank client. So if you're doing that, if you're paying your note on time, every time auto draft, which and is how I have it set up every time. The bank, you're one of the bank's very best customers. Yeah. And then they look at you in a very, much more favorable light. And then you get opportunities to increase your borrowing with them. Or as we, we, we benefited in the past when those banks took back properties. Now, I'm not saying they're going to take back properties now, but you just, they were, they would take back and they would go, Oh, who are our best borrowers who are doing this? Oh, let's go to them. Maybe they'll want to buy this property for us. Do you credit that? Do you credit? I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you, do you credit that as the, the key to the, your scaling? It, it was a huge factor in scaling was having the awesome relationship that you just described with the bank. And we're still benefiting from that. Whether we got one banker who we know, I was just talking to one of our colleagues about like, what am I gonna? What should I do for that guy for Christmas for the holidays? Mm -hmm. He has been so good to me. Mm -hmm. I want to do something special for him. Mm -hmm. And this isn't like, hey, Merry Christmas. This is like, mm -hmm. do do I do 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 you do a vacation for him and his wife? Yeah. Like this is immense what he has done for our business. And the, and the thankfulness I feel for it is like, what do you? How do you express that? Talk to talk to my wife last night or two nights ago. What can we do for our banker? Yes, something special the because they take very, they can take very good care of you and they can make your life so much better than you ever imagined. We talked about that. Sometimes you just don't know until you, you, you assume, you think everything's like this and then you get a relationship where somebody treats you like you're a king Yes, and they value you yes. versus somebody who has been kicking you around, but you didn't know it because that's all you know. That's all you knew. And then you go over here and you're like, oh man. Oh, wow. The grass wow. is greener. The grass is greener in the right relationships. I, you and I have talked and I, 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 of what my banker's done for us. It's been, it's been uh, life-changing. It's the relationship that we formed with him has been remarkable. He knows everything about me and what we're doing. I recommend uh, positioning yourself yep. with your banker. Yes. I yes. don't agree the, the whole, to wrap up the whole banker thing or lender. I mean, it, it, you know, if yeah. it's a private lender, That's if fine. it's somebody, whoever your lender, whoever your source for money is, could be an equity partner, lender type of person, private money, for yeah. somebody, whoever your lender partner is yeah. strategic partner. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't credit it enough. So wrapping up the whole thing, I don't believe I believe we're going to see a lot of the same coming in 22, at least for the first six months, right? It, 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 yes. Okay. I just don't, I don't see anything that's going to change it. No. 
I, our demand is going to stay the same, I believe. I'm having, like I said earlier, five and six, seven phone calls a week with new investors wanting to buy. The demand is going to stay, I think. It's not going to go away. No. There, I, there's no way the demand... I, I, I don't see the demand going away. Will it increase dramatically? I don't think so. No, I think But I think it will, think it will steady, if not increase. Yes. Yeah. Uh, of new clients wanting to yes, do this, I think for we're sure. be right there. No doubt. Our pricing, I believe, through this entire year, and, and maybe I'm wrong here, I do not think we're going to do this show next November and go, what just happened? Prices just man, went we up. We should have bought, we, you know, I think we'll say, Hey, look, man, Mars tells us prices went up 0.3% over the past 12 months. So we'll, we'll see a little bit, but I don't, you're, you're going to see some more houses come up. You're going to have, I'm hoping after people hear this and they're thinking about selling that, that, that we'll see a little increase, but I, I just think it's going to be a little bit more of the same. If you just heard me just say that, that's pretty bland and I'm not giving you any information, but the past 40 minutes we've been talking, we've told you, we've explained to you what's happening and I almost think it's your, it's, it's their fault if they don't listen and do it. I mean, it, 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 yes. And it got with you. And it's like, if, to me, to sum it up, it's like, if you had to sum it up right now, it's like, there's no time like the present. Yeah. Like act, whatever you're going to do, yeah. act now, yeah. if you're going to buy be positioning yourself, doing the banker thing, getting the, are you going to, are you going to do the burr, get, get everything, yeah. get your team lined up. Yeah. If you're going to sell, sell now, now. you know, if it, it, it just acts now. I, I, I love, there's a, God, I can't remember that. He was, a he was the, he was the bigger pockets. He was the Robert Kiyosaki. He was the Grant Cardone 25 years, 30 years ago. Guy, Robert, I can't remember his name. He was like, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Oh, I've seen that several times. That's it. I mean, it's like, that is, it's like, don't wait, guys. Like, do it now. We yeah. talked about the plant and the tree. If you hadn't done it, do it today. If you hadn't done any of this, do it today. I think on both sides. And very yes. rarely have I come on here and been like, hey, it's, you're, you're buying and selling market right now. I mean, you're a seller. You're going to get more than what you probably ever could have. If you're buying, there's there's opportunity to get into the city with the raised rents and the and the area and the locations and the products that you're buying. You heard me say that they're they're getting better. Yeah, they're, they're rehabbing them. The products Correct. are at an all time high, right? Yes. From a condition standpoint and what we're looking at, the products are an all time high. So to me, if the entry level is safer than it ever has been, for sure. Right. I don't, yes. I think so. You yeah. can go buy a home in Cordova now for 165, 70 grand that'll rent for 14, 1500. It's going to be mailbox money. They're never going to say anything to you. They're never going to talk to you. They're just going to pay their rent and go to work and live. Mm -hmm. So I'm, 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 I very rarely, I don't even remember ever saying it's seller and buyer. It's a, it's a great time to go. I feel like there's a little bit more immediate urgency for the seller. If there's a tick, then it's there. You know, it's like, man, because you just don't know where's the buyer. It's like, because you just don't know if you, if we've peaked and that the buyer's just being ready and like looking for opportunities and advantages. The windows for buyer almost doesn't get, the window for a buyer, I don't think swells and goes down. Because if if you can make up, like I'm paying more for houses now than I ever have, but if I can make them work in my system, what do I care? You get I'm more trying to pay them off. You've ever, you borrowed and I'm cheaper, you know, I mean, it's like, there's so many factors. That's right. So there, then that buyer window can always be there, right? Because yes, I think you're now, is. I think yes. when it goes down, you're good. Seller window, I don't think is always there. And I think that window is closing. I, I just the do. Seller's market. I mean, there, you can't describe the market today as a seller's market, frothy, like no. we did. Like, 
I mean, it was six months ago. Six months ago, it was it was nightly headline news. I mean, multiple offers. I mean, you and I talked about me selling some of mine. I don't have enough to sell. I'm not yeah. nearly near my goal. But I thought about it. It's like, golly, you, you how can would you not? be a fool not to. The only just, reason, to t- just consider it. The only reason I do did it. is just I don't. I'm not at my numbers. Yeah, if I had my numbers, sense, whatever, then go, I would move them. That's right. Now, if I were a seller, now would be a great time. And how many yeah. conversations did you have that? And how many people are looking at themselves? kicking themselves i agree we know a few i know several right now they're kicking kicking themselves themselves. they're probably down 10 percent of what they could have and you know what they could have had i mean asked nosebleed some of those guys were it was like life-changing generational changing for a couple guys who we talked to with 100 plus portfolios past and past maybe they got better things to do that's okay so thanks for your time enjoyed it it's a great show yeah i mean i I went a little longer than what i thought we would okay Great show. Good market update. If you guys have any questions, Dean at CrestCore.com, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Just search the CrestCore Real Estate Hour and you'll find it. Thanks again. Oh, man. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. We did a couple in a row here to get kind of caught up. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, let me know if you have questions. Reach out. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.